So who's the pro for your lawn? If you're like me, look no further than yourself. I made my beautiful lawn from great seed, a lot of pride, and even less water than you think. And did it all with Pennington Smart Seed. You see, Smart Seed is a premium seed bred to be drought resistant. So you'll use 30% less water for the entire life of your lawn. So to those who'd say the grass is greener on the other side, I politely disagree. Just look at my lawn. Pennington Smart Seed, guaranteed to grow. Reclaim your turf. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of the Musafir Stories, India's very own travel podcast, where each week we share the journey of travelers in their own words and relive their experiences with you, our listeners. Hi guys, welcome to a brand new episode of the Musafir Stories podcast. I am Girish and I'm just filling in for my friends and fellow podcasters, Saif and Feza. I'm also a big fan of the Musafir Stories So I'm really happy to be here. Well, a quick intro. I host the Mission Chunya podcast. Mission Chunya is all about the transition to a zero carbon economy. The podcast features conversations related to clean tech and sustainability. It covers stories of people whose businesses and actions are having a positive impact on the planet. A new podcast episode is released every 2 weeks. Renewable energy, electric vehicles, sustainable development, climate change, circular economy. Uh, just a few topics that will be covered. Are you interested to hear more? Well, then just search for Mission Chunya, that's Mission S-H-U-N-Y-A, on any platform that you're listening to the Musafir Stories on. Or you can visit the website missionshunya.com. Now on to this week's episode. On today's episode of the Musafir Stories, our guest Priyanka chats with Saif and Feza and talks about going offbeat in the Valley of Gods. Let's hop on to the episode and find out more. With that introduction, we would love to welcome Priyanka from the blog On My Canvas. Hi Priyanka. Hey Priyanka, welcome to the Musafir Stories. Hi Saif, hi Faiza. How are you guys? Thank you so much. <laughs> we are good too and uh, thank you for uh, agreeing to do this episode. Before we get into uh, f- further discussions about the place, about the itinerary, why don't you go on and uh, give us a little bit of an introduction about yourself? I started uh, blogging in about 2017 and as you know my blog goes by the name on my canvas it's a collection of my uh, travel stories and my personal growth ideas and before starting my blogging journey I was I think a lot of people take a career change and I was uh, working in an investment bank before that I was in a software company for I'm a engineer software engineer by education and then because i was bored by my jobs i felt that i need to do i need to do something more that i'm passionate about so i started writing and with writing somehow i started traveling and then both of them got together and i i have this blog now and i do it full time i'm i'm a full time blogger and a, and a writer as well like i do a lot of freelance writing and other genres of writing It's wonderful. brilliant and uh, yeah, I think quite the change you've decided to make and uh, kudos to you for being brave enough to actually make that change. People like me sit and uh, think over it forever and uh, nothing changes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it, it depends differently on everyone, I think. 
some people plan better and then they bring these changes upon and some people like me they can't plan so they think okay let's start and then we'll figure it out yeah, it's nice <laughs> i mean i just hope it does work for you in the best Absol- way possible absolutely as long as um, it works out well for you and yes. as long as you're happy with the decision i think uh, either way you only can plan to a certain extent right as as you said um, hopefully this works out well for you and we're glad that it's working out well for you so far yes thank you like with that change and with that uh, uh, genre in mind uh, where would you like to take us and our listeners to today i can take you to manali i went to manali i went on a really long himachal trip this year like i was there for about 4 months i wow, started wow. my journey with vipassana and then i kept traveling and then towards my last stop in himachal was manali and i always thought of manali that it's a very touristy place and you know it's it must be crowded and it would wouldn't be my kind of place but then i went there and i stayed for about in i stayed there two times like once for one day and then another five six days and i really liked liked it So I definitely had to write about it and talk about it because there is so much in Manali just that's not like out there people know about very popular things but there's still so much to see so let's let's go to Manali So wonderful Absolutely. so we are um, covering more of the offbeat Manali to say it right right rather yes. than the more touristy aspect of Manali right let's say offbeat <laughs> exactly. Manali wonderful because or else Manali is just like that typical uh, honeymoon destination <laughs> where everybody is like heading over to Manali and that the the pictures where like, you know the snow um, pictures more like uh, parents generation um, yeah. honeymoon destination i think i mean even now i'm sure no, but uh, it so has been popular like that right as a very yeah. popular touristy and a very popular honeymoon destination more than it's, anything uh, i think now also if you go there you will see uh, it as a honeymoon destinations like lot of people go to manali and shimla and in manali you can see people going for that uh, like they go until rotang pass and in mm-hmm. the in the summer season you will see like uh, thousands of people maybe like at one time the road gets jammed sure. it come on the news and they go just to play with the snow so manali yeah it's it has a very typical image it's like as i've said in my blog title it's like india's most wanted hill station <laughs> <laughs> it exactly. is like children dream of going to manali i used to i never went at that time but it's it's like a very beautiful himachal uh, you can call it a hamlet in some sense because it's it goes very quiet in some places and you can also call it a city because it has all the city things that one might think of at least as much as possible in himachal pradesh okay. absolutely and uh, yeah we've, we've been talking a lot about um, manali and uh, how it is but uh, for maybe some of um, who uh, still don't know a lot about manali why don't we quick, quickly draw out a little bit of orientation as well like where it is situated and uh, how you get there and uh, how did you get there in your case once i went there when i was coming back from spiti but the other time i went there i i was in parvati valley i was doing a 2 3 weeks trip in parvati and from there i went to manali it was quite a journey but if for people who want to go for let's say from delhi or from dharamshala you can mm-hmm. always go to bhuntar airport which there is about 50 60 kilometers away mm-hmm. from manali you can also go to kullu and kullu manali is just a bus away it would take i think it's like 
forty kilometers. Right. Shimla and Manali are also not that far. They're about two hundred fifty kilometers. Yep. Some people, I think, also plan this trip that they'll visit both the hill stations together. And there is no train station in Manali. The nearest train station is in Jogindarnagar, which is about one fifty kilometers. And then from mm-hmm. there, you can take a taxi. From Dharamshala also, you can take a bus until until Bhuntar, and then from Bhuntar, as I said, if you're lucky, you'll get a direct bus. If not, you go to Kullu, you get down, you wait for a bus, and then from Kullu, you go to Manali. <laughs> okay, perfect. Priyanka knows so, her, uh, in and out. <laughs> yeah, directions and uh, the transport like the back of her hand. So um, that's wonderful. But uh, but yeah, it's it's uh, the bottom line is that it's well connected by road yes. and. Uh, if you're uh, flying in there, you can do it, but um, you'll have to, like the last mile, the last 40, 50 kilometers will still have to be by road. road and yeah. um, obviously, the train station is a little f- uh, far off. Um, uh, the reason being that it's, uh, it's situated in the hill and the love of the Himalayas. So that way, uh, train connectivity is a little harder to get by. Uh, but uh, yeah, you did touch upon Kulu. Kulu and Manali always uh, like uh, sisters. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they're always friends together, right? Can, it's just like yeah, you can have, say like it's Kulu Valley. Like there are valleys yeah. in Himachal Pradesh, and uh, earlier I didn't understand, but how it works is of course like there's a river and it creates a valley around it, and there are all the villages like Parvati Valley. So there's the Parvati River now, and there's the Kulu Valley, and there's the bees. Which is basically yeah. Hindi, it's known. It was Vyas and the name yeah. transformed to become Beef, Bays River. And that's where Manali, Manali lies. Absolutely. And yeah, just a little bit of uh, history also. Um, uh, it has a lot of uh, mythological or historical connection as well, right? It's uh, uh, often referred to as the Valley of Gods, uh, more so for um, uh, Kulu. But uh, together, Manali and Kulu have like a very rich um, historical and mythological connection also that way and it's believed that uh, the name Manali itself it's uh, derived from sage the sage Manu, Manu yeah. right uh, who wrote yeah. Manusmriti book of Hindu Scripture, laws yeah. um, so that way also it's uh, really really of high importance to a lot of uh, people for uh, religious purposes as well it has a great religious significance so without uh, much ado why don't you jump into the itinerary and uh, speak a little bit more about your uh, time in Manali and around Priyanka? Sure. So I had about five, five, six days in Manali. Instead of staying in New Manali, because I had mm-hmm. been there at least, uh, I think in a few years ago, in 2014-15, I went on another Himachal trip. It was a shorter trip and I went to Manali. I stayed in New Manali for a day and I left it and I didn't like it. So this time mm-hmm. I had a context that, you know, that area I don't like. So I need to find something else to stay. Now, a friend of mine who had traveled with me from Parvati to Manali, she was there in Manali with me for half a day and she told me that you should go to own Manali and stay there. So I took a rickshaw and I went to Old Manali. Now Old Manali and New Manali are just, um, of course it's the same city, just some parts start being called Old because they were maybe there for, they, they were settled before or, and uh, now the Old Manali, New Manali part is connected by a bridge. Earlier it was all like sort of one place and there was no distinction. I think when more tourists started coming in, they started calling it like that. Old Manali and New Manali. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Now if you go from New Manali to Old Manali, you will see that the scenery completely changes. 
in new manali you have more hotels you have restaurants you have a big square you have a market and it's just you have small temples you have a lot of tour agents and the place seems pretty crowded and a bit overwhelming more And commercialized I, I think, more yeah. commercialized a uh, lot of a uh, lot of uh, family in it family tourists and from there when i went to old manali it was a very nice refreshing change because old manali is still the manali i think that people would have started traveling to like indian families imagine families living in their wooden cottages and they have their animals there in the house in the ground floor and they have an apple farm outside and they have also some vegetables growing and it's they're like these wooden cottages you know with hut shaped roofs yeah, roofs you know yeah they look like they already the place looks like from its it's from a past era that uh, <laughs> you just i think uh, you can just spend some time walking around there understanding this place finding a place for yourself to stay Mm-hmm. and that's what i did there are a lot of tiny streets in old manali you keep walking and then you take another street and then you went go somewhere else and suddenly you would find yourself you know in a very sweet home they a lot of people now guest uh, now have run like guest houses so you can find a place to stay very easily okay so priyanka that uh, brings another question in my mind which is what do you suggest is the best time to like visit man manali I think both kind of tourists go to Manali like some who wants to enjoy Manali in the summers because Manali summer is not summer it's just you know it's uh, it's never that hot during the day yes if there was sun and you would feel the heat if you're like hiking or doing something else but otherwise it would get like a bit chilly in the evening and it was also raining at that time and people also okay. go to Manali in December January for the snowfall I was there right, in okay. uh, in July to give the right contacts, like around mid July. So I I took a, took a nice stay in Old Manali. Now at that time, also if people want to really enjoy offbeat Manali, then they have to find a quiet homestay to stay in. That's one of the first steps that I did. This is about where to stay in Old Manali. Now in terms of going about Old Manali. has access to a lot of close by villages mm-hmm. in terms of villages i mean like nagar vashisht bari and there are so many that if you look at the map you can see them but you you, you wouldn't even remember the names and there is no marked direction like one of mm-hmm. the big parts of my manali itinerary was always that i would start walking towards somewhere and then you find a lane and then you find a mud path and then you keep walking and then you suddenly you are in a new village that happened with me like once i was i was just hiking around and i found this staircase carved out of a stone and i took it and then i took a right and there i see this mud path that is definitely going somewhere but i don't understand where it's going So I keep walking, and I meet a villager, and he was. He told me that he was going to his apple and pear orchard. So we we walk along, and it starts raining, and it gets very slippery. He's just, you know, walking as if just walking on a plain road, going quickly. <laughs> and it starts raining. Then we sit in his orchard. We have tea there, and then he tells me there's another village further up next after the orchard. So I go there, and then, and it's so colorful. that's uh, my vlog mm-hmm. has all the pictures but it's very colorful and and it uh, it's really hard at this point to picture this whole uh, uh, scene you're drawing out for us right like you sitting in an orchard with <laughs> one of the villagers and the rain and uh, not many people around and uh, muddy paths and yes. yeah <laughs> 
sipping on tea compare that to the small road of uh, new manali i guess yeah yeah you <laughs> crowded and uh, you perhaps stepping on each other's toes and uh, honking a, a lot of honking as well these days so very very different and uh, that's the, i think that was one of the reasons that um, kind of uh, aroused that curiosity in us to pursue this uh, of peet manali right as a, as a topic as an episode on the podcast as well so it's it's very different and it's great that you actually um, picked up uh, all these um, nearby villages in the vicinity and uh, tried uh, doing like uh, literally this is uh, i mean it's not even hikes it's uh, little trails around right from old manali now priyanka you've been wandering around a little bit uh, exploring these little villages uh, just starting off with uh, uh, no set itinerary or uh, right. say a set list of places to cover right so uh, with that in mind where uh, did you head off from this uh, this first pit stop or this first village that you stopped at uh, this first village was basically on a bit of a rainy day so when mm-hmm. i arrived there i had already had spent some time in the orchard uh, talking with the farmer and his help from there i went to the village i uh, which is bari but uh, I'm still confused by the name because I think the farmer told me something and then I couldn't find it online but it could be Bari and then I mm-hmm. walked around there uh from there I want to go further because you can keep walking of course like you have villages after villages but I came down to mm-hmm. the road and I walked back towards Manali because it had started raining and when it's okay. uh, raining and if I am especially if I am alone or if I am on a muddy path then I prefer to come back because uh, the paths there in Machal they are like this if if it rains you should you should be careful you know either you should sit down wait for the rain to go away a little bit but if it's beating down hard then i prefer to start walking back because if it will rain too much the path will become really slippery and you never know what to expect especially if you're no alone so you know you don't have anybody's hand right. to hold or something to stabilize yourself so what i did i mm-hmm. got down on the road and then i had a cool walk <laughs> in a little bit of a rain on the road along the bays river and i came mm-hmm. back to manali and then i think uh, even in manali in the evening there are so many things to do so mm-hmm. if you are uh, you can go on these little little walks during the day and then when you are trying to come back you see that manali is suddenly very alive because a lot of travelers come out and local people are making different kind of food So I think after mm-hmm. that I just went to a restaurant and had some some fried fish for the evening. Mm. Mm. <laughs> trout, uh, yeah, trout. reminds me. Uh, yeah, Manali is very popular for uh, the trout, right? Yeah, trout, yeah, yeah, brown trout. trout. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's very popular for the trout. I think they get, yeah. get it from the river there itself. Right, right. So we were actually looking up a little about Manali, and we came across this really interesting fact that uh, apples, pears, plums. the rainbow trout and the brown trout were introduced uh, by the britishers yeah they're not yeah. native to the so place so they are not ah. at all native to the place and even and can you believe like because the apple is one of the most thriving uh, <laughs> industry right. there apart from like uh, hospitality of course right. so apple also was introduced by colonization <laughs> right yeah. because yeah. i think apple is a fruit from cold countries like if you go to europe or if you go right. to you know south america anywhere where there is cold you can find apples in people's home 
but maybe and we I mean, didn't we didn't have it naturally but of course it right, grows in yeah. cold so it can grow in anywhere anywhere yeah yeah absolutely yeah, unless, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you're in uh, manali do try out the trout uh, preferably the rainbow trout i think uh, yeah it's um, a great fish if you are um, pescatarian or non vegetarian but yeah otherwise do try out the apples and the pears yeah manali apples, apples and pears um, <laughs> and but in terms of local food right. uh, anything else uh, anything specific that you'd like to call out that you tried there in terms of local food i i also tried a small snack called siddu okay. okay i have never heard of it before they say it's very popular and i was there and this was in new manali mm-hmm. and i had gone uh just walking one day i think i was going to go to nagar from there or i was just wandering around in the in the back street of the manali market i found a shop where i was actually looking at some antique stuff it was uh, some antique jewelry antique uh, you know show pieces and stuff like that and then the lady was really kind and she told me there is a very popular dish called siddu and you should must try it and there is a stall just next to our shop so go there and have it So I went okay. to a shop next door uh, the next door uh, shop it's also run by a lady and it's called uh, Foji Tea Stall Foji means soldier right yeah. right <laughs> Foji Tea Stall so I went there and I had this dish and it was it was just like uh, uh it's a bread that is made and it's stuffed with the peanuts walnuts and couscous mm-hmm. and then they cut it off sort of serve it in chunks with the very spicy green chutney and wow. a red chutney <laughs> and uh, it was really nice i think it would be very hard to make yourself yeah you can try it there only in manali and it's uh, very delicious so it sounds actually pretty interesting because even when we were reading your blog and then we like scroll down really fast to see the picture <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> yeah. But it's also so tempting because it looks nice the bun looks that's why I read up again about what it's how and how it's made. Okay. So it is um actually uh, I mean baked or cooked to some extent and then steamed in the right. end it seems. Yeah. So I think that would give a different flavor altogether and especially with the spicy chutney in a cold weather nothing beats it. Perhaps goes well with tea. Yeah, everything was empty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were like uh, just uh, people chilling outside the shop. You know, you see these old style shops in villages where people are just sitting and they have all the yeah they have all the time in their life. And someone comes up. There was a guy selling blankets, and these old men started pulling his leg. They wanted all the blankets, hundred <laughs> rupees or something, and then I'm eating the siddu. The only person, like only tourists there, only and just <laughs> on my own, and they were all wondering what is this girl doing here. So I very awkwardly took this picture of the dish because I start eating and I realize later on that I maybe I should take a picture. Yeah, good you did. <laughs> yeah, that's brilliant and great that you. got to try out some um, local dishes there as well uh, apart from the highly uh, i guess now that it's so commercialized uh, north indian food is pretty easily available and even south indian for that matter is easily available in the uh, new market or the new manali region right so it's great that yeah. you got to try out some of the local dishes there um now uh, moving on quickly from here right 
after this day, right after the first day when you uh, checked out uh, some of the surrounding villages and everything, um, what was in your uh, on your mind for uh, the rest of your trip? Like, what were you looking to explore? There was nothing particular on my mind. I want to see uh, what all I can explore. Actually, I've gone on mm-hmm. one or two simple walks already, and I I had found these villages appear out of nowhere. And then I I was walking in a street and I I went to there's a Manali park in old Manali that is I think it's a small place and people come through there with families and they have a little boating exercise or something they have shops there I think most of the Indian families go there and I went inside and I had some chart and there was this uh, lady at the counter told me that you should go to Nagar because Nagar is a beautiful village. Mm-hmm. It's There is nothing like it uh, in Himachal Pradesh, she said. So the next day I thought I'll go to Nagar. So again I went to okay. the uh, bus stand. I took a bus to Nagar. It was a very thrilling journey. It was just 20 kilometers away but it, <laughs> it felt forever. Uh, <laughs> The bus, uh, the bus. Of course, it's. Uh, in, I think a lot of locals travel with the HRTC buses in Himachal Pradesh. So you always feel that they are getting on more and more people, and they also get down like quickly. Like in five ten minutes, they will arrive at their village and they will get down. So I'm on this bus and we are doing this journey. I think in half an hour or forty five minutes, I arrived in Nagar, and that was my like uh, one of my other days in Manali. I I had never heard of Nagar before. Maybe because mm-hmm. I didn't do enough research about Manali, but I had never heard of people talk about Nagar, so I didn't know how it would be. Now, when I arrive at Nagar, there is this steep path uh, from the highway. The bus drops me at the highway, and there's the path going up. I take that path, and then I quickly look at the internet to see what all I can see here, because even if I need directions, I need to ask local people, you know, point me towards this direction. I didn't want mm-hmm. to ask them, you know, send me somewhere. So I, I quickly scroll and I see that there's a Gauri Shankar Shankar temple in Nagar which is oh. very popular. Okay. So I take up this path and I ask some locals, they tell me, I ask them, please tell me the directions to the temple and they tell me which one. So I feel, okay, there are many temples here and I say <laughs> Gauri Shankar temple and then they point me towards Gauri Shankar temple and when I arrive at the temple, it's just, it's a beautiful temple. I'm sure you guys must have seen the pictures. Mm-hmm. And people also can check out. It's uh, Gauri Shankar Temple, Nagar. It's said that it was built in the 12th century and uh, nobody knows who built the temple. And it has a very beautiful structure where you have, you know, uh, stones over stones and they create sort of like a tower, which is called a Shikhara. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's a tall temple. It's a, it's a Shiva temple, Gauri uh, Shankar. And then they have a tiny courtyard and uh, it's uh, again one of those really timeless places you don't see such temples anymore in cities or anywhere even if you see them you they're, they're flooded with people but there was just this beautiful temple sitting on its own there was nobody there there was this tiny girl who was playing in the courtyard mm-hmm. again there's someone who came there and they told me okay if you want to see nagar in a day you should 
continue your journey because we have so many places so many more temples so i go up sure and um, just to call out right like you mentioned as well um, really beautiful intricate carvings and uh, yeah typical um, the they call these uh, nagara style architecture i think uh, as compared to the dravidian or south indian style architecture right this is more of the north indian style architecture um, all of it is or most of it is uh, stone structure and uh, one long shikhara so right. it's it's uh, very uh, peculiar to um, this part the northern indian part uh, this kind of architecture and uh, uh, for for a change you said you didn't find like a lot of people around as well so some uh, solitude as well getting to enjoy <laughs> some calm time with yourself so that's a good thing and uh, uh, well, by the look of things it looks like there's a lot of temples in the vicinity right um, that's yes. probably something people can check out too uh, if if they have uh, enough time on hand I think if anybody goes to Nagar they should go for a day you can also go and stay in Nagar so if you mm-hmm. see all if you have like say 4 days you can stay for 2 days in Old Manali and 2 days in Nagar they have many hotels and small guest houses coming up there because Nagar is even more empty and peaceful than Old Manali and then you can spend yeah. easily one or two days just exploring the temples there and the Nagar castle yep the Nagar castle how can we not mention the nagar castle right yeah go on i think built quite a while ago over 500 years now it has become a guest house as well so you mm-hmm. can go and stay in nagar castle you can book it it overlooks the bays river very beautiful view they have mm-hmm. a restaurant there as uh, i don't know but uh, how many people would be know, would know this but nagar castle was like the the palace of the kullu kings Yep, that's true. Nagar used to be the capital of uh, Kullu. the Kullu kings before yeah. it became Kullu, I think, right? Yeah, before it became Kullu, it was Nagar, and uh, it it stayed as the capital, and so many generations would have, you know, so many generations of kings would have stayed there. I think about at least a few hundred years. Mm-hmm. So it's a very historical place to check out. The castle had the the Katkuni architecture where you have stones over stones they're fit together to form the structure and between you have some smaller stones and some mud and things like that and that's that's the entire structure. Yeah and then um, more of the top structure is uh, more of uh, wooden uh, wooden aspect to it right it's it's more wooden right uh, like balconies the, yeah. and stuff like that so yeah. it's a very peculiar kind of architecture and um, it's uh, i think uh, native to a lot of these uh, himachali and uh, himalayan towns right the right. architecture it's it's native to it's native to himachal you won't see this anywhere else because of the sort of weather and the temperature exactly. and the local things that are available so there's a lot of wood in himachal the trees keep falling and i think i'm also like for sure the villages also go up in the forest and build bad countries so they use that wood and there is a lot yep. of stone as well because there is river banks and those river, rivers have created a stone over time so i think because of the availability these structures started coming into existence and then people perfected them now these structures like this castle has been standing for like more than 500 years and it is just as good as then Absolutely absolutely and uh, such a beautiful structure as well right and uh, like you mentioned um, it was Raja Sid Singh i believe yeah. uh, one of the Kullu kings who constructed this and uh, a beautiful structure uh, now i think in the recent past perhaps about 50 60 years ago or so it's been taken over by the government and uh, right. they run a heritage hotel there so 
Right. And um, if you if you are going to stay in uh, Nagar, I think it's a very good option to consider as well. And uh, if you if you're still wondering, a little bit of trivia is that uh, the movie Jab We Met, right? Uh, Shahid Kapoor and uh, Shahid Kapoor and Karina Kapoor, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the popular song Yeesh Kahai. <laughs> I don't know how many of you remember, but it was shot in uh, parts of it was shot in the Nagar Castle. Um, so look it up; <laughs> you'll be oh. pleasantly surprised. So that's a little bit of trivia about Nagar Castle as well. It's not just the views, and uh, yeah, like that song goes as well, right? Yeesh Kahai, Bethe Bethe, Jannat Dikhaye. I don't know if it's the ish, but yeah, the views are just gorgeous from the Nagar Castle. <laughs> And the vegetarian cutlets too. Oh, they have, really? <laughs> they have a restaurant there, and I wanted to eat there with the with the view. You know, like this uh-huh. typical thought that comes in your mind. Okay, I'm gonna sit in this balcony and I'm gonna enjoy a meal now. But it was uh-huh. full of people, so I got got to eat inside. But I ordered these vegetarian cutlets, and I thought like I'll get a small plate, and then I get these two huge cutlets. They were, but they were really nice. I think they cook their food. still very old style and they prepare it with time because i could see that so maybe <laughs> that's also one thing people should try okay so views uh, the views of the himalayas and the views of the river they have competition in uh, cutlets yeah, <laughs> cutlets cutlets yes uh, wonderful so uh, it looks like you can uh, literally spend some time around uh, going around the Nagar castle yeah. and uh, i believe it has a museum also is that uh, right they right? have a museum also uh, there was this uh, russian artist i think mm-hmm. and nicholas rorick yeah 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 and he was there for a long time making paintings and stuff and now it has been turned into a museum and uh, you can go there uh, during the day There's art gallery as well. I think there's this house as well that has been turned into a museum. But I didn't go there because I didn't have enough time. I was mm-hmm. slow and steady, and I went through three, four places because there are not only like Gauri Shankar Temple and the Krishna Temple. There is one more temple on my way where I stopped and saw it. Then there was one more temple that was being constructed. There's Nagar mm-hmm. Castle. Then you. Then there are other temples as well. I think it's just such a tiny village, but people are constructing more temples. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think uh, uh, probably one day is uh, quite a short time to explore Nagar. Right? There's quite a bit of st- things to do. Like you mentioned, there's a handful of temples and a couple of others that I also looked up. Uh, I believe on your blog were uh, Jagatipath Temple, right? So that was Jagatipath is inside the castle. It stays closed. Mm-hmm. Interesting. It's only opened for a little bit of a time, and I was just happened to be reading about it like a day before, and I read that because I'm not seeing the temple from inside, and I read that instead of an idol of a god, they have a stone there. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. And they they pray to the stone. because uh, there was a story i think that the stone was brought upon from somewhere and uh, soon it became a, a you know a symbol of worship and that's what's kept in the jagatipath 
Yeah, but it's I I don't know when it opens up. It's almost always closed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's definitely an option. And uh, uh, Vishnu Temple as well, I believe. And like um, Priyanka mentioned, there's that Nicholas Rorick's um, house and museum. It's a small sort of a museum. And uh, if you want a little bit of a background about Nicholas Rorick, uh, do go and uh, check out our episode we did called "Is the Paintings of the Himalayas." Uh, it actually covers over 500 paintings that Nicholas Rorick did uh, while he uh, did I think over an eight year journey across the Himalayas, Himalayas. and uh, like spanning different countries all across right from India to uh, Tibet parts of China Pakistan like a bunch of places so do check that episode out uh, it's it's uh, nice. one of our previous episodes uh, but yeah bottom line is that um, nagar has a lot of places so perhaps a two day trip or a two day itinerary there would um, give you enough time to check out all these places without being in a rush um, outside of uh, nagar now um, assuming that you headed back to uh, manali from here right uh, uh, what else was on your mind like did, was there other places did you uh, that you checked out as well I definitely heard about Vashish mm-hmm. because I was traveling in Parvati Valley and Parvati Valley also has hot springs and uh, people also told me about the Vashish village that if you're going to Manali do go to Vashish and there are the hot springs there as well mm-hmm. so that's also a place that one could check out it needs like an entire day because you can either walk through Vashish you can take a small rickshaw and you arrive there there are the it's it says the story goes like this that rishi vashisht on whose name the village is called he used to pray at the in the village at some place and that place now became the temple and it's also a very old temple like at least 4000 years old mm-hmm. maybe so you can go to the temple and then you can go to the hot water baths as as goes without saying in himachal the hot water baths hot springs are always like divided there's, there's one section for men and there's one section mm-hmm. for women the local people always kept warning us that just don't stay for too long because your body temperature would dip down so just come out right for 10 15 minutes of course we didn't follow that rule always <laughs> but uh, if you want to stay for longer then go in the water then come out get cold a little bit and go again that's the trick <laughs> um, but yeah it's yeah. a very very popular um, place right both for the hot water springs very as well popular. as the temple like you mentioned it's uh, historically and uh, even in terms of the mythology also it's uh, a very very popular village and it's believed to have uh, been the place where uh, the sage vashisht rishi vashisht um, kind of meditated right overall uh, i think this is also not too far away from um, old manali right pretty close no it's about 45 minutes i think i took about 40 45 minutes but if you want to just you know go slow see see things around on the way then it would take about an hour and then you go there you can be at the temple you can go in the hot waters and then there's also another waterfall nearby vashisht which is called the jogni okay. falls interesting and you can go to the jog- jogni falls as well uh it was a bit rainy when i was there so i i think i didn't complete the walk to the jogni falls i went like halfway and i came back but uh, it's doable it's uh, a lot of people told me that they've been there and it's very nice so again if you want to do all the two three things then i would suggest that people leave manali like a bit right. early and then nice go to vashisht and have lunch there relax there see the things around get into the hot water walk to the waterfall and come back and of course vashisht is also very popular at least with backpackers mm-hmm. 
and you can go and stay there as well. Old Manali, you have a lot of backpackers, but in Vashish, the numbers are still less. So it's more laid back, more empty. So some people who don't like Old Manali, they go there and stay there. Okay, okay that's brilliant. And uh, yeah, while we're touching the Vashish temple, I think it's um, also a good time to call out the Hidimba Devi Temple, I think, right? That's also a very popular temple. This is within Manali, I believe. and uh, This is within Manali. Right, and this is also very popular um, in terms of uh, historical and religious significance as well. It's believed that uh, Hidimba, I think, uh, she's um, Rakshasi. Or <laughs> Rakshasi, yeah, yes. I think I'm uh, probably butchering the Hindi word, but yeah, uh, demoness. I guess. And uh, yeah, Bhima, right? One of the Pandavas, while they were... Um, uh, on exile, Manali is one of the places they've believed to have uh, visited, and uh, he kind of overpowered and defeated uh, Hidim, which is uh, Hidimba's brother. And uh, later on, she married because I think she had already uh, vowed that um, she would marry uh, the one who would be able to defeat her brother. And then that's how I think their uh, child or their offspring is what Gatot is, right? So that's a little <laughs> bit of a religious significance of, of the place Hidimba Devi Temple is also very very uh, popular among uh, both locals as well as the tourists who visit Manali right. so overall in terms of um, temples I think uh, Manali I know we've been uh, <laughs> kind of pitching it as a honeymoon destination but uh, even in terms of the religious circuit <laughs> there's a lot of lot of temples a lot of uh, important temples that one can visit if you yeah you want to make this into a religious trail of sorts. Um, but yeah, tell us a little bit more about uh, your trip now. You have gone around a bunch of villages in and around Manali, uh, explored old Manali as well. Was there more to your trip? Uh, I explored old Manali. I went around villages. I also went to new Manali, tried out some of the food in the back mm-hmm. lanes. Then I then I had also gone to other places. Like I went to Spiti from Manali. Okay. So that preparation also took me like about half a day because uh, because before that I was in Parvati and I got to know that the roads to Spiti have opened up. So to Spiti Valley, which is like one of the higher valleys of Himachal Pradesh, and it is at a height of at least like 4,200 meters, even at its, you know, minimum best. Mm. Yep, Spiti, Spiti can uh, be a itinerary in itself, right? Yeah. Uh, it's it's a beautiful place, and uh, yeah, bunch of bunch of places that you could check out, and uh, yeah, if if Spiti inspires you, I would say definitely check out. Uh, you've blogged about it, Priyanka. I've, I've blogged about it. Exactly. So uh, definitely check out Priyanka's blog, and uh, if you still have some time, you can also go check out uh, one of our earlier episodes, which is also <laughs> this is Spiti. almost becoming like a promotion of uh, our own episodes. But yeah, we did an episode on Spiti also back in the day, so do check that out. And even Manali by itself has so much to offer. Like it's got the entire offbeat part plus the t- touristy part as well. Pretty much like a yeah. jam-packed days you can have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's it's ideal, I think, for five, six days. Uh-huh. You can see Manali pretty well, even by going around and just relaxing in Manali itself. Absolutely. And uh, for the adventure seekers, like we mentioned, the oh, yes, uh, Bias yeah. or the Beast River is also, uh, uh, rafting on this river is also a very, very popular uh, adventure kind of sport in the region, yeah. adventure activity in the region. Yeah, and, I thought um, there's even Zorbing. Zorbing, yeah. paragliding, right? Uh, even... Uh, 
paragliding is uh, quite quite the adventure activity now and i believe um, i don't know if you remember father there was this uh, <laughs> video which went viral of this guy i think it was a paragliding or uh, yeah it was paragliding, paragliding. Yeah, right thailand kara de pad bhai mere thailand kara de pad bhai mere bhai bas to land karwa de that one <laughs> Yes, where this was in Manali, in I believe. So, Manali. Oh, okay, yeah. So, <laughs> gliding is also a very popular activity. If you want to make a viral video, go to Manali and uh, perhaps indulge in paragliding. I, I don't know how many people go for paragliding from Manali, actually. It's, it's more, Crafting I mean, yes, yeah, more, more so uh, Solang yeah. and the places nearby, I guess. But uh, this particular one that went viral was apparently in Manali. So, I thought maybe... Uh, <laughs> we'll make a quick mention about it but that's one funny uh, video we'll probably link that video in the show notes as yes, well if someone is yes, interested um, a very very funny video and uh, um, I have this um, little habit of uh, always trying to link up what Bollywood movies have been shot in the region so uh, <laughs> we mentioned Jab We Met earlier on so other movies also Roja was a lot of I mean they showed it as Kashmir oh. but it was actually shot in Manali and um, Fana Bang Bang right Ritik Roshan Katrina uh, Kf was a famous scene shot on the Manali Bridge, uh, right? And uh, they apparently renamed that to Bang Bang Point now. So oh. <laughs> a oh, little really? bit of okay. uh, uh, Bollywood connection too. Given how beautiful it is, right? It's it's um, only natural that a lot of people, uh, a lot of uh, Bollywood producers uh, decide to shoot here, and uh, perhaps works out cheap for them also, and uh, very very tourist friendly place too. So that way, it's a safe and secure spot to shoot here too. So a lot of that goes on and uh, overall I think it's just a great place and uh, thank you for uh, taking us on this uh, wonderful wonderful journey uh, before we kind of wind this up why don't you also call out Priyanka how people can follow your work and your uh, writing uh, my blog is called onmycanvas.com people can also connect with me I'm uh, very active on Twitter and uh, Instagram on Instagram I go by Priyanka underscore onmycanvas Thank you so much and uh, we look forward to following your work and your travels in the future. Thank you Priyanka. Thank you so much guys for having me. Thank you. That was yet another great episode of The Vasafir Stories. If you guys like the show, please subscribe to us on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, Audioboom, Savan, Pocket Casts, Castbox, Stitcher, or any other podcasting app available on iOS or Android. Please do leave us a review on iTunes. It goes a long way in the show's discoverability. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. We go by the handle The Musafir Stories. Or, if it suits you, you could email us at themusafirstories at gmail.com or visit our website at www.themusafirstories.com. For more information all of these links will be made available in the show notes section of each episode so here's to more traveling sharing and inspiring stay tuned for our next episode until then happy travels and goodbye
My name is Sharzad Kiade. I'm a Gemini pescatarian, a mom of two wild little boys. I'm Susan Yara. I'm a mom of two also. This morning, I went to the bathroom alone. I woke up at five, put my boob in her mouth, and then she took a dump. Because that's what she uses me for. <laughs> that's what you're going to hear a lot of our stories and experiences in our crazy journeys to motherhood. It's fam for all moms, not for all dads, not fathers and moms, for all moms. It's going to be a good old time. You guys are going to want to stick around. Promise. So subscribe.